Welcome to the Fight for Yourself podcast. I'm Michelle O'Connor, and I'm transforming my life one little choice at a time. Let's do this. Episode 6, Be Your Own Bestie. Are you your own best friend? Seriously, let's think about this today. Think about someone that you really care about, your best friend. Okay, do you have them in your mind? Now think about how you treat them and how you talk to them. For most of us, being a good friend is important. We pride ourselves on being someone that can be relied on, who is loving and compassionate and understanding and a good listener. And even if we aren't all those things, we aspire to be that way, right? Today I want to dive in, and I hope you're ready to dive with me, into this notion of being our own best friend. I want to spend a little time thinking about our relationship with ourself. In fact, That is what this entire podcast is about, finding, cultivating, and sustaining a deep love for ourselves so that we can move through the world in power, in confidence, and a healthy love for ourselves, for number one. Sometimes folks say to me that that feels selfish and self-centered, and you know what I say to that? I say it absolutely is self-centered. So, is that a bad thing? Being self-centered? I don't believe so. It absolutely is self-centered to work on your relationship with yourself, and I think that's exactly where we need to start. There's no shame in that. When did cultivating and feeling great love for ourselves become a bad thing? Let's think about that, especially for women. In our society, we're taught to be selfless so that we can take care of everyone else. Basically, the message is that we should be saying, I don't matter. I'm here for everyone else. Yeah, I don't believe that to be true or healthy in any way. You do matter. And I want to say that again. You matter. When we come from a place of believing that we matter, that we are lovable, that we are important, we are able to serve the world and the people around us so much more. When we believe that we are valuable, we can provide value to other people. Believing that you matter in this world is not about ego at all. It is an appreciation of the life that you have and the gifts that you have been given. Recognizing your value is like a thank you note to the universe. Loving your own soul is such a powerful experience and starting each day with a solid foundation of self-love is a gift to the world. Just even by example, you demonstrate to the people around you that self-love is a beautiful, magical thing to be celebrated. 
Again, I'm not talking about selfishness or an obsession with your ego and yourself and grandiosity in any way. I'm speaking about a life where you work on appreciating who you are and the gifts you've been given. And when life happens, you approach yourself with understanding, appreciation, and forgiveness. That's how you'd approach your friend, right? So we should turn that around to ourselves. And let's dive into that topic today. Many folks that I talk to value being humble. And I totally get that. Humility is important. uh, But I see that us leaning too far on that side of things. And many times it gets twisted and it turns into looking like self-deprecation and an inability to see any greatness in yourself. Geez, for many of us, it's so hard to even take a compliment or accept a gesture of kindness from a friend. I mean, how many of you have a hard time taking a compliment? That's a sign of something going on with you that we should look at. I think it's super common. So I think we should work on this relationship with ourselves. I really do. It's the most important relationship we ever have, and it's for a lifetime. Frankly, when we love ourselves, we give the universe a big thank you for the life we've got. This journey to self-love is not easy. If it was, we would all be our own besties, and as a result, many things would look a lot different in our lives. We wouldn't have so many issues in our relationships with other people. We would rise up and bloom into our full potential in life, and we would all be generally happier because we would be radiating from a place of self-love, which is so contagious. Personally, I've realized that cultivating a loving relationship with myself takes daily work. It's not easy, and it takes daily work but it's so worth it. I've told you in the last episode about my miracle morning routine and how I start every morning with affirmations to myself and visualizations about where my life could be. I do that because it's a great way to get started working with the number one problem that I see that we all do, negative self-talk. This is an epidemic especially in women. I touched on this a bit in the first body image episode, and I'm sure you will hear it again. The way we're talking to ourselves is just not okay. Whether we're aware of it or not, there's a constant thought reel in our brains of negativity, which is doing major damage. This comes from a lot of different inputs. There's not one thing that you can pinpoint as the blame for all of this negative thinking. I know for me, these thoughts can be a combo of the culture I live in, the media I see, the people I surround myself with, my family of origin, things people have said to me that I replay over and over in my brain, and my own self-deprecating negativity. We have a lot going on in that brain of ours, folks. The average person has up to 60,000 thoughts a day, which can be like 45 thoughts per minute. Per minute. 
There's a lot going on. That is so much. And taking a look at those thoughts is the important step towards being our own best friend and fighting for ourselves. Especially when we know that 98% of those thoughts are the same as they were the day before. So we think the same thing we did the day before. And that's wild to me. So we're thinking the same thing we did yesterday and the day before and the day before. It seems like it would be really easy, really easy to get stuck in a rut. Are you stuck in a rut? Are you experiencing the same thought patterns over and over and over again? My guess is yes. We all do it. We stick to what we're used to, especially when it comes to our thinking. And that, frankly, is not serving us. It's not serving us. Before we know it, We've spent years thinking and believing a negative thought loop about ourselves. And that's a terrible way to treat ourselves. We're talking to ourselves like we're our own enemy, instead of being your own best friend. So looking at our thinking is where we need to begin to start being our own best friend. I'm personally working on this all the time, every day. My first step into trying to create a better relationship with myself was thought awareness. And I work on this every single day. Becoming aware of what you're saying to yourself is huge. We might think we know what what we're thinking about ourselves and saying to ourselves on a regular basis. But until we spend some time truly analyzing what we think about ourselves... Um, I'm not sure we're totally aware. I think you will be very surprised about the awful things that you think about yourself, even without trying. Remember, our brain is mostly thinking the same thing it did the day before. Brooke Castillo, who, if you've talked to me at all, know that I um, sing her praises big time. She's one of my favorite teachers from the Life Coach School. She tells us that your brain just wants to be efficient. So that can mean you're keeping the same limiting thoughts and beliefs that you had as a kid. So we need to look at our thoughts and decide those that we want to keep and those that have got to go. What has helped me in the process is just to write them down. Write down those thoughts. It's so simple and it totally works. Write down what you're thinking in any situation, and I really think you'll be surprised to find out what's going on in there. What I've found in this process is that there's a whole lot of can'ts, shoulds, shouldn'ts, and just overall negativity and self-limiting beliefs. So write it down, folks. I'm always shocked when things come up, like, You always mess things up. You can't do this. You're not athletic. You're not a writer. No one understands you. You'll never do this or that. I'm telling you, writing it all down is a huge step in changing the way we think about ourselves. It makes it more concrete and more clear about how mean we are actually being to ourselves. If a friend was saying those things about herself, 
we would jump in and say, hey, whoa, none of that is true. Don't say things like that to yourself. We would definitely encourage her to change her thinking and fight for herself. And that's what a good friend does, right? And I know we consider ourselves good friends. So I think it's time that we turn that approach back around on us. It's time to consciously cultivate a friendship with ourselves. And the first step in doing that is just writing those thoughts down. Write them down, folks, in the morning. At any time you get a little break in your day and you notice things might be coming up for you, write the thoughts down. I've actually even been in meetings where I'm typing up just a little note that says I'm having this thought, that thought, this thought, and then I can let them go. And after you've made a list of the thoughts you're having about yourself, I want you to take a look at them without judgment. That's a biggie right there, without judgment, without shame and judgment on yourself. So many times I've seen it where I'm writing down a negative thought I'm having about myself, and then I double it with feeling guilty about writing negative things about myself. Now that's an interesting negativity loop that I've gotten myself in, and I know that I'm not alone when it comes to this. So after you've written down all of those thoughts, I want you to just analyze them for what they are. Take a look and say, whoa, that wasn't very cool to say to myself. Not okay. Not okay. And I often just take the list and cross it off. That thought's not okay. We're going to let it go. That thought's not okay. We're going to let it go. I had it. I have no shame in having it, but I'm letting it go. And then we start to construct what we want to think, what we consciously want to think about ourselves. You have to go there. So I write down things like, I am an awesome person. I am super smart and I can do this thing that's really hard. I am an athlete. Anything that's troubling you or any thoughts you're having about yourself that you don't want to have, Turn it around. If there's something you really want to do in your life but don't believe you can, turn that thought around. Let the first one go, cross it out, and write the new one and say it out loud. This is the thought work that will change your life. Our brain is super powerful, and if we learn how to manipulate it to work for us, life is much better. We can be our own best friend. So once again, if we write it down and we become aware of what we're saying to ourselves, that's step one. Step two is taking a look at those thoughts without shame, without judgment, and saying, okay, that's what's happening. Then step three, we let those thoughts go that we want to get rid of. The super negative thoughts, let's cross them out and let them go. And it takes a lot of work and a lot of process, but just keep doing it. Let them go. And then step four, write the thoughts you consciously want to think and repeat them over and over. It will make a difference. Set a standard for yourself so that when negative thoughts come up, you cross them out, let them go, and think what you want to think and it will become true.
And I want you to remember thinking about that friend who was saying negative things about herself and you encouraged her not to, to believe in herself. And I want us to turn that around on ourselves because we deserve that. How about that? We deserve to love ourselves and have a fabulous life that we could only dream of. And it starts with ridding ourselves of those negative thoughts. So this week, when you remember what we talked about today, take out a sheet of paper and scribble down every thought. No edits. Just scribble it down. Get it out onto the paper. Get it out of your brain. Capture those thoughts and get it out on paper. And then take a look at it and just analyze it a little bit and cross out the thoughts you don't want to think. Remember, you're being a friend to yourself and you're deciding that it's not okay to speak to yourself that way. So knowing that the brain will think these things automatically will give yourself a break. You cross out those thoughts that will always come and then you write what you want to believe and consciously work on thinking that and consciously work on building a friendship with yourself. Show yourself some love, compassion, forgiveness, and understanding. If you start this process and you do it every day, you will see a difference. I know that because I have seen a difference. And it takes work, but it's so worth it to fight for yourself. Go for it this week. Thank you for listening to my story. Every download means so much to me, and if this message means something to you, please write a review in iTunes, share our Insta posts, and check out fightforyourself.net if you need a little inspiration. Remember, reviews in iTunes mean we reach more people with a message of everyday empowerment. Thank you for listening to this one, and I hope you stick with me for future episodes because... I have so much more to say.